you can change your mind. You can change how you view what you are able to do. But it takes work, takes practice, and it takes patience. It's worth figuring out how to starve the doubt so you can become the best version of yourself. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. My name is Jared Easley. Today we're joined by Sonite Blackman from the Weekly Interview. And this is our third take to try to get this going and uh, appreciate your patience. Thank you. No problem. Thank you for having me, Jared. <laughs> Technical difficulties happen. And maybe you'll figure that out as you continue your uh, interview process. Uh, this but... is fun. I'm, I'm enjoying watching you stumble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. All right. So let's talk about you. You're getting into this interview opportunity and you're learning about that. And I want to know where does that, what inspired that? What, what made you want to go, go in that direction? Well, I have put off my interest, my goals for a very long time to raise my family, to help my husband in a small business that we started. And ultimately, I just felt like my calling would not leave me alone. I am obsessed with people's stories. I love telling people's stories and I love listening to them. And I've learned so much and I've grown so much by following different influencers online, on YouTube, through podcasts. And so I think that being a part of the, a team that helps tell these stories can help other people. So that's why I'm here. I love it. Now, you mentioned the sacrifices and the support you've given to family and stuff. And obviously, you know, that's been a good thing. But you can't shake this, this desire. It, it, it won't. It it's won't all I alone. think about. I'm constantly reading and listening to audiobooks in the car. And I find myself gravitating toward, you know, how to start a podcast, how to start interviews. And I listen to interviews all day long if I could. James Altucher. I have different YouTubers whose videos I download and then just listen to them in the car. I just love exploring, you know, the human story. It is just a fascinating to me and it never gets old. All right. Would you consider yourself introverted or extroverted? I'm extroverted. I need a break. So I'm going to need a break after FinCon. But yeah, yes, go, I'm go, extra go. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> fantastic. But I'm, I'm definitely extroverted. Are you familiar with Myers-Briggs? I am. What's your type? ENFJ, I believe. Okay, I'm an ENFP. Okay. Yes. So I don't know what that means, but <laughs> oh, I know. let's see. I think it's extroverted, intuitive, <laughs> feeling, perceiving. Okay. Is mine, and yours like has you. a J in there. J. J is for judging. I'm but very I have judgmental. Not, I have judged you harshly this whole time. I, so. I, I have not felt judged at all. You may have to retake. Maybe the I test. judged your character and said, "Hey, this is a good person." Oh, that's true. I passed the <laughs> test. Thank you. Oh, but I, I, that was yeah. I just came up with that. So, but that said, I want to give you an opportunity here to test those skills. All right. Okay. So we're going to give you a chance. This is pretend, but it's on the podcast where you get to interview me, maybe ask me one or two questions and let's just see how it goes. All right. So let's pretend for a moment we're doing something for your show. Fantastic. Welcome to the weekly interview. I'm Sonite Blackman, and I'm here with Jared Easley from the podcast movement. Jared, thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Sonate. I deserve to be on your show. Yes, you do. <laughs> you have a podcast, Jared, called Starve the Doubt. This is true. What is that about? It is a podcast for professional development, and the title was inspired by a family member when I was younger, he said, if you want to be successful, you got to treat others the way they want to be treated. 
um, always do your best and then starve the doubts. And at that time, I didn't know what that meant. But as I got a little older, life responsibilities, family, different things, I've started to realize it really is important to starve the doubts because doubts will discourage you from making steps, making progress. And if you can be calculated, if you can be wise, you can pursue different things and you can have those dreams come true, so to speak. But you got to start the doubts first. You got to have some bravery. You got to have some courage to step out there, but do it responsibly. And we could talk more about that, but that's something that I'm always learning and always trying to implement. Well, I think that's fantastic. And I can attest to what you're saying because even though I said that I was busy raising my kids and helping my husband, the truth is that I wasn't sure I could actually do it. Wow. And I was very nervous. I studied journalism in college, but I quit senior year just before senior year because I had some health issues and I never went back. I kept putting it off. And so I had doubts about that. Like, oh, I didn't even go finish school. And I just, the doubts just kept building and building. And then finally I decided to practice the very things I learned from listening to people like yourself. And I said, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to try it. So for a whole year, no negativity, no local news, no international news, no news period, because they tend to be negative and it makes me sad. No negative friends, people who tend to, you know, Debbie Downers, just stayed away from them. And I practiced gratitude and I, I would verbalize what I want it to be like. So I would say I'm so grateful and happy now that I have this amazing career that I love, working with interesting people, interviewing guests, whatever it is I wanted, I acted like that was true. And I have to tell you, it's the most amazing thing in the world. The steps I have taken, I'm not there yet, but the steps I have taken, it's, I've taken more steps in one year than I have in 20. Good for you. Yeah. May I share with you some little tricks that I'm learning as an interviewer? I don't pretend to be the best interview host, but I've learned a few little things that I think are helpful. So one of them, which you may already know because you're pretty intuitive, is when someone makes a blanket statement or makes uh, some kind of, they answer your question, but it's kind of simple. You can always follow up and say, well, why? Why did you do that? Or why did that? Why did you think that? Or, you know, you said this, what happened? <laughs> Another one is, can you give me a specific example? Little follow-up questions like that. And then they're like, well, actually, let me tell you this story. And then they go into a story and it's like, oh, man, that was great that that question was asked because now you get this whole little right. interesting have piece to that you might, not have, you might not have gotten any other way. I'm, I'm going to listen to this talk we're having if you post it. Of course. Because yes. I want to write, make, take notes. That is... A, <laughs> Very good but, advice. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like the question, okay, uh, tell me about the time that you, you, know, you were studying journalism and then you said that you didn't, you didn't, you didn't stick with it because you had some health issues and why didn't you go back? You know, that, that's an example. Right. Well, why didn't you go back? Well, I, you know, I got married or life happened. And, right. But, but then there's some context there. It's like people are starting to relate to you more. They're, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, I, I can understand that. I've experienced that on some level or... I could see why that happened and, and, and things like that is like it continues to keep people more engaged. So it's a, it's a strategy. It doesn't have to be the only one. I appreciate one. that. One other one that's fun. I like to do this and not that you have to is, is to kind of have fun with it sometimes. 
one example of that is could be like fill in the blank or finish this sentence. Finish this sentence if you ever get a chance to blank. What would you say? If I ever get the chance to have as much impact as Oprah, I'll be very happy. <laughs> okay, now that's interesting because you brought up Oprah, so that could that could create a whole line of questions about well, right. what is it about Oprah that you know resonates with you or things like that. And then I, I like the fill in the blanks because it kind of opens up a sure, whole. Sure, that's a good one, and it's, it's fun to sprinkle it in every now and then. Instead of just the same old, okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you right. this. Uh, because that's pretty common. But if, if you want to keep it uh, where someone's kind of, their brain's getting reset while they're listening to something for mm-hmm. several minutes, you can throw in a question like a, a fill in the blank or finish this sentence. And it, they catch that. They're like, oh, that's interesting. Well, I have a question for you. Sure. Since I'm supposed to be interviewing you. Oh, well, and yeah, I yeah, went yeah. into a long, yeah, yeah. I, I well, got I off track a little bit. Yep. What doubt have you starved? There's been a lot of doubts I've starved. I think for the longest time, I was searching for my identity and things like, you know, podcasting or traveling or dating at the time or music or instead of uh, just really realizing that my self-worth is not found in all those things. Those are things that I do. Those are things that I enjoy. And so that was a doubt I had to realize is uh, I don't need to put all my eggs in one basket of saying, okay, if I, I'm not successful in business or if I'm not creating a podcast that you know, has a certain number of listeners, then that's a hit on me personally. Um, that's me failing or that's you know, my self-worth is low. You know, spiritually speaking, I, I, I've learned that, you know, that I need to have my, my faith in the Lord and I need to be focused on that rather than worried about some of these other things. And because of that, I can do a better job and, and have a better impact, I think, in the, the different talents that I have and the different um, opportunities that are before me uh, because I'm not relying on those to pull my identity from. So that's one. There's many. <laughs> I wasn't sure am I going to be a good dad, you know, and my daughter's eight now and so far so good. And uh, we read every night. That's one of my favorite things is like we recently read Charlotte's Web and we're reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory right now. It's just that's like the one thing I look forward to the most in the day is whether the day was challenging or whatever. Like I know, okay, we're going to come together and we're going to read this chapter. And at the end of the chapter, my daughter's going to be like, please read one more, please read one more. And I'm going to say, oh, we can't possibly do that. That's right, for tomorrow, right. you know, uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's fun to go back and read some of those classics and that's fantastic. Uh, just enjoy that. And she can read, but she reads on the second grade level. So some of those, some of those word uh, books are not quite ready. She's not quite ready for her, but we still read them. So, well, I have learned yeah. that, children are able to listen to mm-hmm. a much higher level of literature than they can read themselves. So they can listen and understand when you read it. And even though if they did it, they wouldn't necessarily be able to understand. So I think that's awesome that you read to her every night. You're really setting her that's up fun. for success. Yeah, I look forward to it as much as she does. That's so. fantastic. And when Very we don't special. do it, it's like, you didn't read to me last night. I was like, yeah, we had that thing and it was late and you had to go to bed, but we'll, right. we'll make it up tonight. You know, so it's, it's she's, she's expecting it. She holds me accountable. I want to go back to you because I don't want this. Am to I done with me. my interview? <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm done interviewing you now. I, I, so I, I have just, other questions. I, I, no, I like to, I like to, uh, I, I like to throw out suggestions because I don't do it that much. Usually I'm, I'm listening to the other person. You're being gracious to let me talk to you. So. One of the things that I have done in the past, I'm not doing as much currently, is, is I always ask like an icebreaker question. And so I think it's fun if you can figure out what that might be that applies to most folks. 
Uh, for me, it was, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Now, that may seem random, but people who are listening to the show started to expect that. And regardless of who the artist, uh, whoever the interview person was, they would always have a story. Okay, well, I went to see this person, or I saw this band, or you know, I saw John Legend, or I, Aerosmith, or whatever it was. And, and then you talk about that for a moment, and it's kind of a nostalgic thing. And then there's people that relate to that, like, oh, I like that song by this person. So that may not be the example question that you would ask in interviews, but it's fun to find something that, that can get people talking, get them going right out of the gate. And maybe that's the same repetitive question that you ask, so you kind of, people know it's coming. They're like, I knew, I knew you were going to ask this, so here's my answer, you know, and it, it can be kind of a fun thing. Do you suggest so, you start with that just to kind of break the ice a little bit? You start with something I, simple? Whether and- it's that or not, I think an icebreaker is great, but okay. I love questions that most people can relate to. Mm-hmm. And get people talking. So, so nothing I, too heavy right out the gate. It doesn't have to be heavy. It could be just kind of fun. It could be pop culture related. It could not be, like when have you failed very, very big. Yeah, you're not trying to get into religion or politics or anything. You're just trying to, um, you know, what, what do people relate to? Yeah. What, what resonates? And that may be a show or I have no idea. I really don't know. But just something that you think, okay, everybody's going to have a unique answer to this. And maybe it causes some laughter. Maybe it causes some reflection. Or, or maybe it opens up a whole new line of questioning. So those those are some things. I'm going to be quiet now. Let's come back to you. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for letting me vent. Of course. It's interesting. Remember, this is what I want to do is hear other people's stories. Well, I think the more that you can chat with different people, they'll share all kinds of ideas for interviews. There's no wrong way to do it. I think you can try all kinds of things and I'm sure you're going to do great. So my question for you now is what's uh, what happens next? Because, you know, you kind of have an idea. Well, I, I have to tell your audience that I'm at FinCon yes. 2018, mm-hmm. and Jared, who I just met 15 minutes ago, has just <laughs> given me the best advice I've ever heard. Whoa. <laughs> and so there's Very a lot kind. of pressure here. And uh, so I'm planning to launch my podcast in the next couple of months by the, end, uh, by the beginning of January. And my plan is to, when I leave here, reach out to some of the contacts I made to help me launch it good, and to line up my script and my list of potential guests and artwork, things like that. But I'm not going to, as I've done in the past, complicate things and make it so overwhelming that I don't even start. Instead, I'm just going to, for instance, use a photo that I already have of myself that's decent and use that for the card That's and uh, yeah exactly there's a temptation to oh i want this to be perfect and that could cause you to delay for a long so time you just don't and, start there's a w- yeah. term for that like perfect is enemy of the good that sounds right good enough <laughs> yeah sometimes I, you just have to start and and it's very likely that if you were talking to maybe a, a larry king or howard stern or oprah or something and you said hey let's go back and listen to your first interviews they'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> and that, and that, I think a lot of people are like that. Is It's not great in the beginning, but you get better as you do it. So. Exactly. But you're natural at, at talking with folks. You're natural at listening. And that's going to translate well in your show, I'm sure. Oh, wonderful. I've worked a very long time with listening. I have a brother-in-law who worked for NBC for 26 years. At every family event, I would, I would talk to him. And one year, I sat with him and I said, okay. And this must have been, I don't know, 15 years ago. I said, okay, I, I really, really want to get into journalism and interview people. What should I do? And he said, learn to listen. And I think it's taken me 15 years 
to follow through on that. What was that you just said? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, that was really good. I, I, I was going to repeat it. I was like, is he no, no, serious? No, 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 no. I talk slowly and everything. <laughs> I'm trying to have fun with you, and sometimes that no, doesn't work. No, so. no, no but, it's, uh, you know, I'm getting a taste of my own medicine because that's how I joke. Serious face, <laughs> yeah, yeah. ridiculous comment, and then people have a blank stare. Thank you for, you know, still letting us be friends. i like to close with two questions. One is where can people who are listening to this connect with you if they want to connect online? Sure. So right now, the easiest way is to find me on Instagram. Okay. And I'm at Sinite B underscore 2.0. Okay. And Sinite is spelled S is in Sam, mm-hmm. E is in Elephant, N is in Nancy, N is in Nancy, A is in Apple, I is in Igloo, T is in Tom. And I also have an Instagram called The Weekly Interview. That might be easier. Yeah. So Sinite, we appreciate all of your wisdom and your patience and your listening. Let's hear your final thoughts. My final thoughts for your podcast, Starve the Doubt, and your listeners is that you can change your mind. You can change how you view what you are able to do. But it takes work, takes practice, and it takes patience. It's worth figuring out how to starve the doubt so you can become the best version of yourself. Well said. I wish you the absolute best. I have a feeling that eventually you're going to surpass us all. <laughs> but in the meantime, I hope we can do a follow-up interview in a few months and see how you I'd doing. love that. And I accept that compliment and that wish for the future. Sure. And uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today. It was fun being here. Thank you. Thank you.